0: everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Curb Appeal. I am Rachel Weincoop, and this is my handy dandy sidekick.
1: <laughs> How's it going?
0: It's going. You forgot to say your name.
1: Mike Goldsby, sorry. I mean, hopefully by <laughs> now I people know our names. It. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with that, but it's alright.
0: I was trying to play off of your last week my lovely assistant. <laughs> assistant. I was trying to come up all week with something to call you. I was like, hmm... I was gonna say my faithful companion, but that just kind of made you sound like a dog. That's it did. Not very nice. It did. Nope. <laughs> nope.
1: Not. No earbud here. Um, but hey, that was a. It was a pretty good weekend for us. Uh, we had a lot of fun on Saturday night. At least I did. Oh up yeah. There at Fremont for the boss race. Yeah. Um, a lot of there were quite a big uh, big races this past weekend as well. A lot of money given away throughout uh, this region. Um, I believe um, we'll actually just dive right into our, up, or our weekend recap. Uh, first, just want to highlight Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association. Um, their season has ended for that series. Uh, Jamie Myers picking up the championship for that point, so congratulations to Jamie. Um, Atomic this past weekend, they finished up with, or excuse me, they had um, the finale for the OSCS Series. Um, Cole Duncan picked up the cha- the win Saturday night for that race with Danny Smith, as we talked about last week, um, picking up the points down there. So congratulations to both of them. I believe that's either second or third win for Cole Duncan for the season. So um,
0: third, I think. Third,
1: third. Well, good yeah, for I him. Think. Good for him. He had a good good year. Um, and of course, we want to talk about as we, as we had him on the show a couple weeks ago, Cap Henry. Uh, one of the uh, Northwest Ohio guys, he went up and ran at Berlin up in Michigan. Picked up the sod win up there, so congratulations to him and that team. Uh, the World of Outlaws, they had the uh, Williams Grove the National Open this past weekend. We talked about that last week as well. Um, that, did conc- that did conclude. Uh, Thursday night's winner uh, was Greg Hodnett winning the makeup feature. And and then following the actual feature for that night was David Crabble. Um, which what? Gravel's just been on fire this season, so it's been awesome to see all the all um, the world of Outlaw wins he's had.
0: When I was check double checking stuff for this, Gravel's on win the Saturday night of National Open that was win sixteen for him, and Donnie Shots is at eighteen wins for the year. So hmm. come on, David Gravel.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, I've got that point. I've got that pulled up right here. As you say that, uh, Donnie with eighteen. David with 16 wins, um, those two are the highest even in top 10, or even 10 or more wins for the season. Um, Donnie Shots 59 top fives, 67 top tens. And um, David Gravel with 40 top fives and 63 top tens. And the only other person that's even breaking those numbers um, is currently second in point, which is Brad Sweet. Um, he's 148 points behind Donnie Shots. Uh, with the with the current lead in the world of outlaw points. Um, and Brad has won five races this year, fifty three top fives, and sixty six top tens. So definitely some big numbers there. But like we said, David will picking up the feature win um, for the the actual feature win on Thursday night for the National Open out at Williams Grove. Friday night, James McFadden. Uh, James, I, I, I think, was a little bit of a surprising winner for a lot of people. And I remember watching James McFadden the first race that um, he came to Fremont Speedway. He ended up winning, which that's a hard track to win at the first time. And uh, for him to pick up with the uh, pretty stout field of cars on Friday night was awesome to see.
0: I miss James McFadden here.
1: Yeah, we and, don't really lie. He's we, such
2: a blast to watch.
0: We don't
1: really see him in Northwest Ohio much. So, um, and he he is he's a fun driver to watch. And um, like I said, he was he, the first race that you know I ever watched him was at Fremont Speedway. That was his first night there, and uh, he picked up the win there. So,
0: my uh, niece and nephew have a piece of his car from when he was here. It was. I want to say Speed Week, I believe it was Speed Week, um, the first year that Millstream was back open, it was in the feature, we were sitting up on the hill in one and two, and oh, McFadden hit that wall, and he hit it hard, You, he hit it so hard you felt it before you heard him hit. hmm and then my niece and nephew are, you know, well, can we go down to the fence? And I'm like, you know, send your dad down, make sure everybody's okay. And him and a buddy of mine go down to the fence, and they give the thumbs up, and the kids go down running. And, and I see my, my brother and my friend digging underneath the fence, the catch fence. And I'm like, what are they doing? Well, one of the safety crew guys, the front bumper had come off. It was when McBadden, he was in the, in the 3G the front bumper had come off when he hit the wall, mm-hmm. and the safety crew guy kind of pitched up there. So my brother, my my niece and nephew have McFadden, James McFadden's front bumper from when he hit the wall at Millstream a few years ago. Wow. Well,
1: my my whole to that might be worth some worth something worth some money or something <laughs> one day that uh, that'd be pretty cool. But, um, and then uh, moving on the rest of that weekend, Saturday night, David Grabble again picked up, um, as we said, his sixteenth win of the season. And, uh, actually I was able to watch that race on Dirt Vision, um, at Fremont Speedway. kind of doing double duty watching Were both. you watching it? Well, yeah, yeah, I was. Um, and a friend of mine had that on their phone and we were watching it and it was a great, great race with him and, um, Donnie Schatz, of course, up front. Um, and Logan Shuhart came from 20th up to third that race. So that was, uh, that was a lot of fun to watch, but um that oh of course we do also want to mention um the points winner for that three-day event um freddie Raymer. so congratulations to freddie um do you know how old freddie is by chance
0: freddie is 20 i want to say 20 or 21 he's young he's yeah he's young but i tell you what Whew, he's gonna be a badass in the next few years. Like he's a he's a hell of a he've got a, he's got some wins under his belt this year. Like he it didn't take him long to pick up, right? Where Fred left off.
1: No, oh, that's awesome. That's good. I'm glad to glad to hear he's doing so well.
2: Yeah.
1: Um and I believe uh you've got a little bit of information there about uh Fremont Speedway this past weekend with I... the um with their big event.
0: Um the big boss season finale was at Fremont Saturday night and Thomas Meseral won. I'm not really not surprised. You put Timez in the Stan Quartad 9X with no wing at Fremont. He's done it once before. So like they're fun to watch. He even has a he even has a quick time earlier this summer in the 9X with a wing on. He was trying his hand at that for a little bit. Um so yeah Thomas Meseral won in style we were watching him. Were you watching him going into the turns? Mm-hmm. He like bit, was bare, He made it look so incredibly easy. Like mm-hmm. he looked like a five year old could get out there and run that car because <laughs> he just. It looked like it was completely effortless the way he was running around the track on Saturday night. It was great. And then the Boss guys ended their season, and Dustin Smith won the points battle. And then the 305s we had a brand new first time winner in the 305s Matt Foos. Congratulations Matt Foos. He's been driving 305s for a couple years now and he got to park it on the front stretch Saturday night. So great big congratulations to him.
1: Yep, that was his uh that was his first win here at Fremont Speedway and he's a local guy out of Fremont so I know that meant meant a lot to him and uh he was extremely excited. Quite a few people down there in Victory Lane with him as well. One other thing um I do want to mention about the boss race um uh the seventy at Tim Buckwalter was oh, quick all night long was that yeah that was really cool to see um for those that don't know or that what, that weren't here um tim is has actually never been in a sprint car before. Um, or never raced um, an actual, you know, a normal sprint car, and he came out here Friday or Saturday night, first time ever, and uh, I know he won his heat race, and then um, he finished second in the feature. So with uh, yeah. a pretty stout field as well, so that was uh, that was awesome to see see him do so well.
0: Yeah, he's got a couple um, midget championships, and oh, I know I'm gonna say it wrong. ARDCA I believe is the the midget series mm. out in out east in Pennsylvania. He's got a few of those championships under his belt.
1: Sorry, yeah, I was just looking up here. Um the uh I had I had, I had somebody mentioned to me about the ARDC and I knew he he had a couple championships with them um with that series over um in the eastern area over in like you said Pennsylvania. Yeah. So um, but to see him come out here Saturday night, that was that was awesome. that was awesome to just to come out here and kick ass all night long. And again, you know, going out and going out going out on Fremont Speedway, that racetrack isn't the easiest one to tame on your first night out, and uh, very few drivers have ever been able to do it. Um, but he had a fantastic night, so I just wanted to mention him as we were looking looking through the uh, looking through the um, the results from that night. But I do believe um, you had your you had an opportunity yesterday to uh, talk with one of the local drivers.
0: I did. Um, Chase Dunham, anybody that doesn't follow us in Northwest Ohio on a regular basis, Chase Dunham is a 305 rookie this year. He moved up from the mini sprints down in the Waynesfield area and came up and ran Attica and Fremont in the Fast Series with the 305s. Kid can wheel a car. Like, there were some races I watched him, and I even told him, there were some races I watched that I flat out forgot that he was a rookie in a 305. Like, he does really, really well. And he will tell you about some times where, you know, there was some driver mistakes. He's very honest about his driver mistakes. He's such a nice kid. So take a listen and learn a little bit about, well, and he's the Attica 305 Rookie of the Year. So take a listen, learn a little bit about Attica 305 Rookie of the Year, Chase Dunham.
2: Hey, I'm now here with Attica 305 Rookie of the Year, Chase Dunham. Thanks for joining us, Chase.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me, Rachel.
2: Hey, um, first things first. You are a rookie. There's probably not a whole lot of people out there that knows Chase Dunham. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into racing.
3: Well, I'm from Lipsick, Ohio, and my dad used to race 305s at Attica and Fremont and Millstream a while ago. He raced Todd Hireman's car most recently. Yeah, I'm from Lipsick, and it's my first year in a full-size sprint car. I ran mini sprints for four years and go-karts for five years, and I've been racing since I was seven, and I've done... I've had pretty good success, but just decided it was time to move up in the mini sprint, and this year is my first year in the full-size sprint car.
2: Now, I think... There were times where I even watched you and forgot that you were a rookie. You are really good. <laughs> um, what do you attribute that to? I mean, is there, are you just that comfortable in the big sprint car or did running the mini sprint help? Or what? what is there that helps you look as comfortable as what you did out on the track this year?
3: Uh, I'm not sure if we're that good. It just, <laughs> we're still learning. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning, we still got a lot to learn, let's put it that way, I guess. And uh, I would say, I'm just, I've, yeah, as years gone on, I've gotten more comfortable in the car as it's gone, and a lot of it, I would say, is from my dad, just him being in a car before, and running it, and just knowing different things that I'll feel, and I'll be explaining stuff to him, and then he'll tell me exactly what's going on, why I'm feeling that, what he did to the car to make it feel that way, and what he's and what we're gonna do together, because I, I mean, we work together. It's just us, and what we're gonna do to help change the car. And then I would say the mini sprint too that helps some, because I mean they're basically the same, just a lot smaller, more compact type of car than three hundred five. Obviously, obviously less power too. But I would, I would say those things, and maybe just, uh, just yeah, I, that that would that would be the most. Uh, so
2: do you you own the car then you and your dad is it your team?
3: It's my dad. My dad owns a car with two other guys from a neighboring town, Miller City, Ohio. Mark and Jeff Long. They all own the car, and I help. I help pay for some things too. So when we have bigger expenses, I help. I mean, I throw them some of my money too. And it's a family team, and we have great sponsors, Dale Concrete. William Vaughn, Precision Laser Informing, George's Garage, BJ Auto Sales, Banshee Graphics, just great sponsors that really help us, Flag City Water, and without the sponsors and without the two brothers from Miller City, Mark and Jeff Long, and without my dad and and other people who who don't have businesses but are friends that help sponsor the car, without all those people, it, it would be very hard for us to do what we do.
2: So this is always something I'm I'm curious about. You run the number 66. Is there a meaning behind that? Or did you just throw a dart at a wall and pick 66?
3: Well, my dad, when he ran sprint cars, he was always number six. So I decided since I was the second generation, I would run 66.
2: Oh, that's such a cool story.
3: Yeah, and my, dad's, my dad used to run street stocks with you back in the day, too. <laughs> and, uh his first number on those cars was 66 so that's that's how I got the number
2: keeping it all in the family right there yep yeah um how old are you I'm 18 you're 18 so you are are you out of high school now
3: yes I just graduated last year
2: um you said when we talked about this Saturday night at the track you said you were going to be done with work what do you do
3: um, I work at Grove Systems right now. I just got hired in. I ha- got accepted into their apprenticeship program. Um, I'm going to school to be a manufacturing engineer.
1: Oh,
3: and nice. um, So I go and work on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and then I go to school on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Where do, you, where do you
2: go to pretty school? Pretty lucky at? deal. Oh, yeah. I where go do to you?
3: school at Road State in Lima. Gotcha.
2: Gotcha. So you've got a little bit of a haul on Friday and Saturday nights to get to add. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's about about an hour and a half. Sometimes two hours. Just just depends.
2: Um, is it worth it though? Like you look like you're having a lot of fun out there.
3: Oh yeah, I mean we started off the year way better than expected. Uh, I think it was third or fourth night. Led some laps. Started up front and led some laps and just driver driver uh, ended up messing that one up for us that night and then. Then kind of went downhill, got our butts kicked for a while, got to learn some things, learn how to drive the car a little better, just some different things that transferring from the mini sprint to the 305 that I have to do, like running the throttle different and power steering in the 305 compared to no power steering in the mini sprint was a big difference for me. And then not having the wing slider in the 305 when having the wing slider in the mini sprint also helped how we set the car up for me differently. Just, and then now towards the end of the year, we had a couple good finishes and we kind of got on a roll. And almost won a race at Attica, but then, then the driver again just <laughs> gave that away. But drivers driver's got a lot to learn. The car, I think the car's fast. My dad definitely, I definitely know, he knows what he's doing. Just driver's got to learn some things and put a whole race together consistency is a big key that I definitely need to work on
2: but but
3: yes I did feel more comfortable and I did have a lot of fun before you
2: you you say you learn a lot from your dad what's what's maybe the most or the biggest piece of advice he's given you so far this year
3: the biggest piece of advice he's given me is to not be nervous he says, if you're getting in the car, you're worried about money, you're worried about wrecking, you're worried about something else, then your mind's not on driving as hard as you possibly can. Just get in and drive. Don't get in and be thinking about anything else. Be focused. Don't be worried about or nervous about anything else. Just get in it and drive. Do you get nervous? No, yeah. I mean, not really. I would say he gets more nervous than my mom <laughs> and I do, but uh, no, I don't really get too nervous for too many things. I'm just kind of a laid-back guy, I guess. Um,
2: where did you run the mini bat down in Waynesfield?
3: Yep, we we're in Waynesfield most of the time. We went to Mount Pelier once in a while, and then Tri City a couple times too.
2: Now, what was it? Did you you ran the fast? 305 race at Waynesfield right this summer? Yes it did. What what was it like being in the 305 compared to the mini at Waynefield?
3: Uh the mini running it there would was basically get in, hold the gas pedal down and keep the car straight and go. 305 305 was definitely different. You got to just you got to have control, I guess, with the pedal. You can't just get in it, hold it wide open and just go. You, gotta be able to just be easy with the gas and be able to be smooth with throttle and can't just run it in there and bang it off the wall like i did and again another race that the driver decided to had more had more ambition than talent i guess we'll put it that way i don't (laughs) that's that's a very nice way of putting it (laughs) and just uh just gotta settle down i guess sometimes just get going and just get excited in the car, like pass a couple cars and then run to the wall and get passed by two, but but anyway, to get back on subject, I would say the mini, the mini sprint is just a lot more to get in and keep things straight, when it takes it takes a lot more skill in the 305, you just a lot more, not, not skill, but finesse with steering wheel and gas pedal to get around the track and keep your momentum going and different things like that. Um, you are
2: getting to race with, at least in in my opinion, some of the best 305 drivers in the country with Paul Weaver and John Ivey and Nate Dussel and those guys. Is there anybody that you go to for advice or anybody you watch while they're on the track to see what you, if you can pick up little tips from
3: them? Oh, yeah. I, I would definitely put our 305 class as one of the best ones in the country. I think... The top 10 every night in cars can is a good enough car to go somewhere in the country and win. I definitely think, and at Attica and Fremont too, I think the top 10 cars could win any night. But our family and Tyler Street's family are pretty close, so we talk to them quite a bit. But watching other people on the track, definitely watch Paul because, I mean, he's one of the best in the country. There's no doubt about that. He can. He obviously proved this year he can get in any car no matter what, and go out there and win. He jumps in Cadio's car after his motor blows and goes out and wins. So, I mean, no matter what, you got to watch him. And Nate, too, I watched him quite a bit. He actually, (laughs) uh, he was one of the guys that got the win the night when uh, the driver decided to mess up. (laughs) So, I definitely definitely started watching him some. And John, I mean, John's a especially at Fremont, John is a guy to watch and learn from because he just he just seems to love that place and he really knows how to get around there a lot. And Bobby Clark too. I mean Bobby didn't have or at least Bobby says he didn't have the greatest year but I mean I'll take his I'll take his place if he <laughs> if he thinks that's a bad year. <laughs> but but yeah, definitely watching Bobby too. He you can just tell things just like watching different things they do, like somebody gets close to them how they react to it and how they set guys up to pass them and just just different things that they learn that is just like man some someday I hope I can do that
2: you are I think you are well of the way.
3: Um, uh, we try I guess
2: yeah no yeah I think you'll get there um what's the you know you're you're going Attica and Fremont back-to-back most weekends during, you know, during the season this year, was there big differences bet- between the two tracks for you to have to learn?
3: Uh, I would say Attica was more... I guess I didn't have as big of a learning curve at Attica. I don't really know. I wouldn't say there's a reason behind it. I just felt more comfortable there at first. But we had I felt more comfortable there because I started off good there I guess and we had a couple races there last year just ran I think I ran two races there towards the end of the year just getting in my uncle's car and running but and then Fremont though I think we seem to have some better finishes but we also had some worse wrecks at Fremont just but there's just there's just not one more than the other I guess but I, I liked them both. I really did. I mean, some people have, some people like Attica, some people like Fremont. Me, I like, I like racing. I don't <laughs> care where it's at. I don't care what day. As, as long as I get the chance to drive a race car, that's, that's good to me. I love that. I'm
2: pretty sure that's gonna be my quote of the day today. I just love racing. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, off-season plans. You're gonna come back again next year.
3: Yep, the plan right now is to be back running the Attica points and Fremont points and fast, and doing basically the same thing we did this year.
2: Awesome. Now, what are you going to do to keep yourself occupied in the off season?
3: Um, uh, not really sure. Probably work on the race car. <laughs> probably get it fixed. Get some spares around, and probably go to the PRI racing show, and maybe watch some basketball too. Uh, I like to watch basketball. Maybe do some of that.
2: Who? What? Uh, who's your team?
3: Um, uh, favorite team? Like, wait, NBA, college? Any? Well, who's your favorite? If it's on TV, who are you? Who are you going to watch? If it's on TV, I really like to watch North Carolina basketball. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely my favorite team, and no, it's not just because they won the national championship <laughs> last year. <laughs> It, I've liked them since like, Harrison Barnes was there and those guys. So.
2: I I know nothing about college basketball, so the only thing I know about North Carolina is they're that real pretty blue. So I'll, <laughs> take, your, I'll take your word for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Chase, and congratulations on Rookie of the Year and the pretty awesome season you had this year, and we look forward to seeing you next season.
3: Yes, thank you for having me, and thanks uh shelly and rich at fremont and thanks to rex and everybody at attica for just having great tracks this year being i mean great hospitality towards me and our first year running there and getting to meet them and everything and then thanks to rich again for running the past series and going to different tracks and just getting a, a rookie like me out to different places i really appreciate things like that and then again thanks to all my sponsors and my parents mark and jeff long and Tim basic too thank you to him he's another guy that helps on our car just without all those people i really couldn't do anything
2: you i can't wait till you get victory lane the first time because you have got your victory lane speech down pat
3: Uh, you you are ready to go we'll we'll see i'll probably just get down there and start rambling but gotta get down there 1st get uh, down there first
2: all right well thanks again chase and we will see you in march next year
3: oh yeah i'm sure it'll be here before we know
2: it i hope so <laughs> all right thanks again and we will talk to you soon
3: yes thank you
1: Alright race fans, welcome back to Curb Appeal. Uh, we do want to thank Chase for joining us this week and uh, we wish the best of luck to him in the off season and moving into next year, into his second year of racing uh, sprint cars in this area. Uh, just a little bit of highlights for this coming uh, couple of weeks. Obviously, like we mentioned last week, the s- schedule is dwindling down very quickly for any dirt track racing, um, especially in this area. Uh, pretty much one of the big events coming up this week, October 7th on Saturday, uh, Wayne County. Um, they do have their All-Stars back as well as Atomic is racing this weekend. Uh, Atomic, they have a pretty big uh, event going on. They have their FanFest, um, which is it's a three-day show. They're actually racing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Friday night, um, they're highlighted, it, is going to be 2000 to win for their late models. Saturday night is going to be 2000 to win for the... Sprints, I'm not 100% if it's non-wing or wing, they just have listed sprints, Um, but they do have six classes running on Saturday, so you're definitely going to get your money's worth. Um, It looks like general admission is only $15 as well, so um, definitely, definitely worth it for that night. And uh, Sunday, uh, they're running something a little bit different, a 200 lap enduro race, 1,000 to win starting at noon. Um, and then they're also going to have a demo derby after that. So really a fun, fun-filled weekend down at Atomic with three different a day, three different days um, and lots and lots of different racing and different events going on down there. So we wish them the best of luck with that event. Hopefully they have some good weather. Um, and I believe you got a little bit more uh, about the coming up here uh, next weekend as well.
0: Next weekend, October thirteenth. Um, yeah, Friday, October thirteenth is the makeup. Feature for the All-Stars that was rained out a couple months ago at Mansfield. Um, They will run a full program and then plus the makeup feature, the 13th, at Mansfield. Mm -hmm. Um, The pit, if I remember correctly, the pit passes and rain checks tickets from that night will not guarantee you, is not a full paid admittance To this race, it is a discount on it since they are running another complete full show. So if you still have your passes from that, remember to take that and you'll get a little bit of a discount. And then October 14th, the All-Stars travel down to Eldora to run their season points finale. I
1: wonder who's going to win that.
0: I can't imagine. I'm looking at it right now, and how
1: how big is Chad Kamenal's lead?
0: Four hundred and fifty-eight points <laughs> over Ryan Smith. Good for him. So, I don't really want to jinx anybody, but congratulations, Chad Kemenal, <laughs> on your All Star um, 2017 championship. Um, they are running. They're calling. They used to call it the Sprintacular, mm-hmm. and now they're calling it Last Call for Methanol, which I kind of yeah. like. Yeah, that's cool. I'll freely admit that. Um, so they are running All Star Four Ten Sprints, NRA Three Sixties, and then Non Wings Saturday, October Fourteenth at Eldora. Also Saturday, October Fourteenth. Um, if you don't want to go to Eldora and you're in the mood for some fenders, go to Atomic. Atomic's got a great big four thousand dollar to win late mountain race October Fourteenth. So you still got. A couple weeks left in Ohio, and a couple options each weekend. But we're getting we're getting kind of slim.
1: Do want to just briefly mention the World of Outlaws? Um, their schedule is also quickly dwindling down. Um, they re- remain up here in the mid Midwest, mid East, whatever you want to call it. Um, October seventh, this coming Saturday, they're up at Fulton. In Fulton, New York, and then um, next Friday they travel down to, um, or excuse me, is that ne- that be next Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, the fourteenth they travel um, back to Port. So next Saturday they'll be they'll be over at Port Royal, um, and then on Sunday they go to Weed Sport up in New York, and then on Monday they are at Ransomville in New York. So they've got uh, about four races left up in this area, um, as we mentioned. Their schedule quickly quickly finishing up um and you know that's just one of those things that you know their their season um pretty much and they our season finishes up up here but from looking at their schedule they still have um about about 12 races left yeah. so um but like we mentioned earlier donnie shots pretty much has that points as well secured unless something dramatic would happen um but he has a 148 point lead over brad sweet and uh, David Gravel, as we mentioned, uh, with 16 wins this year, currently sits in third in the world of outlaw points. He is 234 points back after this past weekend, so um, quite a bit, um, quite a bit left for them, but uh, not a whole lot left for us in this area. No, as uh, things have quickly, 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 no. quickly dwindled down. Uh, we do also want to bre- just mention, um, if you're up in this area, a yeah. uh, fun event that's going to be this weekend is Fremont Speedway runs. Their annual Run What You Brung night. Um, that pretty much whatever you want to race, whatever you bring, you can you can race it. If you want to bring a car and throw a wing on it, you can go out there. Whatever, hey. whatever, whatever, and whatever, whatever you want to race, they they're going to find a class for you and they're going to put you in it. So, um, and then also at the end of that evening, um, they'll have a campground party and another live band uh, with no cover charge. So, um, if you're in the area and looking for something fun to do, also another fun event for this coming Saturday up at Fremont, but. Outside of that, this is the last event for Fremont. Uh, Atomics dwindling down between this week and next weekend, and Wayne County's done after this weekend. Mansfield yeah. has one more after next weekend. One thing I want to mention about Mansfield that is a little interesting, this is the only event that they have before their next year's $100,000 to win race. So that'll be uh, interesting to see what oh, changes my. they've made after the Mansfield Marathon and uh, how things are <laughs> how things are going to handle with that. Why are you laughing?
0: Because I love how we all like lovingly refer to it as the Mansfield Marathon.
1: I mean, respectfully, that's what I it, was. Well, I, it I mean, was. It was respectfully. I mean, I mean it's not it disrespectful, but it was. No, it, Everybody's calling it that, and that's yeah. what it was. So, uh, like,
0: we need. Uh, why weren't we hashtagging that <laughs> yeah. that night? That would have <laughs> been like, what the it's greatest be hashtag from now on. ever. <laughs>
1: So, But uh, I believe that's all we have. Again, we do then want to thank Chase Dunham for joining us this week. Yes. Um, we do appreciate any drivers that do come out and join us after this week. Uh, we will be going down to our winter schedule, unfortunately. So we will be back in two weeks. Going to have a couple different drivers on and uh, try to see who we can get on to join us and try to get um, get some different outlooks and different opinions. And I think uh, we're going to have a fun winter. So We um, do
0: have – I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tease next week since we already know, or not next week, the next show, Mm -hmm. since we already know, um, Justin Adams, Mm -hmm. the rookie in the 09 and the 305 here at Attica and Mm Fremont. I'm going to talk to him later this week. So Justin Adams will be on with us next show. And then
1: I'm hoping to get uh, one other person to be joining us as well as we're going to not have as much to talk about with results and uh, and future racing. Um, no, but have we'll, as much, we're going to have <laughs> We'll have some stuff to talk about but <laughs> not not as much and and that's going to quickly dwindle down. But again, uh, we thank everybody for joining us. We will see you all back here in 2 weeks. Be sure to follow us at Curb Peel PC. Um, but until next time, you all have a great rest of your weekend. Oh,
0: and follow the us us. I just like to say my twitter handle you know, i like ahead. to spell it you go first no i'm not you i'm, 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 I'm not
1: saying mine <laughs>
0: yeah i'll say it you can follow michael at m underscore golds goldsby and I, you can follow me at dirt girl 83 d-i-r-r-t-g-r-r-r-r-r-r-r-r-r-g-i-r-r-r-l 83 okay now we can end it
1: all right have a good week guys
0: bye